Welcome into the Dad Verb Podcast, episode number eight. Today, we're going to be chatting about whether or not dads are too involved uh, or what constitutes being too involved. Uh, and then we're going to discuss something that Ben has posted about on his Instagram, which is which is going to be harder, uh, babies or, or newborns or uh, toddlers? Wh which one's harder? So uh, we're going to be diving into those topics today, but uh, let's catch up with Ben. Ben, how was your week, man? Oh, it's been... Uh... Been challenging, um, you know. I think we're we're in the full swing of, you know, our our toddler is well. Let's put it this way: everybody's having trouble sleeping. Um, our toddler showed up in a room at one a.m. yesterday uh, and decided to climb into bed with us. It's usually somewhere between one and four a.m. He wakes up and brings all his things into our room, and you know, sometimes goes back to sleep, sometimes doesn't. But uh, you know, we're adapting, we're surviving, we're we're tired, but we're doing the best we can. Well, the the bigger question that I have for you is what's the health situation? Is anyone sick? No, finger well, yes and no. So we're all still getting over the previous cold. Um, yeah. but I think we're, you know, we're we're in our upswing week. Um, so we are just probably due to get hammered with a sickness. It's probably right around the corner. I, uh, we, we've been actually healthy, but starting, uh, today, this evening, my son has been coughing. And then right before dinner, he said his throat hurt. So, uh, oh, we are no. monitoring that, but it sounds like we are about to, uh, be <laughs> in the thick of it. But, uh, I guess you can check this week as, um, uh, as a week of health, I guess you could say. <laughs> Next week, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be down. But this is a fun game that we like to play now. An unintentional game, but is anyone sick? Uh, so. <laughs> so right now, right now we're in one week. Uh, if we had our, our safety board... We are one week without sickness, and we'll see. We'll come back next week and see if we make it to week two. There it is, man. There it is. Uh, so we've been really slow with the uploads here. I have been really slow with the uploads here. Uh, it was spring break, and then I just got done traveling to to my brother's wedding. It's been it's been really fun. I've got a new sister in law now, so um, yeah. Because of all that, we've been really so slow awesome. with the uploads. But you know, we're we're, we're definitely still going. But I do want to mention that I've been on the fence back and forth between like hosting this podcast on the Dadverb YouTube channel uh, or creating a whole separate channel. And we finally landed on the decision to just put it on. Uh, a separate YouTube channel called the Dad Verb Podcast. So if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever, and you decide, hey, I'd love to watch what these guys are up to, seeing their faces on the YouTubes, um, it's not going to be on Dad Verb. It's going to be on the Dad Verb Podcast YouTube channel, which I would highly encourage you, you know, to go subscribe um, to to that channel now. Because uh, it's just such different content. It's a long-form content. These things are going an hour long. Uh, the engagement is just different. And it's just taken an effect on the Dadverb YouTube channel. And um, yeah, so we're, we're, we've, we made a decision to, uh, to create a whole new channel for that. So be sure and check that out. Dadverb, uh, the regular YouTube channel, we're going to be... Um, you know, the continuing the, the the main reviews that we've always done, but you know what? I've had a desire recently. A fire's been lit to, um, to vlog again. I I haven't Ooh. vlogged in a long time, and I don't think vlogging is good for the for YouTube. It's just dead. 
but I don't know. I feel like I just want to share something again. So I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in vlogging again on the main dad verb channel. Uh, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I, what are your thoughts on that, Ben? Should I do that? Uh, you know, give it a (laughs) shot. I think, I think it's, um, I've been thinking about this a lot too, of just like how we share content, how we share with the, the people who, you know, follow us and want that type of information. And, Moreover, like, how do we continue to help, you know, other dads and connect with other dads? And I think some of that is sharing what the day to day life is like, um, and maybe sharing some stuff that's a little bit outside of what we talk about on the podcast or what we talk about or what you talk about in your reviews, um, you know, giving you kind of that daily insight as to, you know, what it's like to be for you, a father of three, for me, a father of two, um, you know, talking about relationship stuff kind of in the moment, um, and what you guys are doing as a family. And, um, you know, maybe some people can get some tips and tricks out of that, man. We'll see. We'll see. I've, I've got a lot of fun, uh, content, uh, uh, you know, cause as creators, we got to have a content calendar. We got to stick to that. So we've got a content calendar built out and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun producing that stuff. And, uh, we've got a new sponsor for the channel as well, as well as this podcast. You're going to be hearing from in a little bit from, uh, Newton. Newton is a brand that I've been using for quite some time and, uh, really happy to have them on board as our studio, as our studio sponsor. So, uh, We'll be uh, hearing from them here in a little bit, but um, let's go ahead and dive into the first topic. I got an email from a guy named Minank Giwala. I am so sorry if I butchered that name, my dude, Uh, but he sent me a really good email um, and he wanted us to maybe dive into this topic. So I'll just go ahead and read it and then um, maybe I'll just go ahead and kick it to you and and, and you can take it from there, Ben. Uh, But uh, Minank, I'm, I'm... Again, I'm, I think it's me, Nank. Um, he says that <laughs> I am currently on a <laughs> I'm currently on an eight week parental leave and watching my three month old push off uh, nanny slash daycare as long as possible. We also have a two and a half year old who's with grandma. Okay, so we've got two kids here, one little, one big. Anyway, I feel like I'm pretty involved in general with both of my in both of my kids' lives, which love hearing that, dude. Uh, however, sometimes my wife says that I am too involved. I wanted to get your thoughts or see if you and Mackenzie, or he may, he means Ben, <laughs> he means Ben, That's if you me. and Ben <laughs> can talk about that during your podcast, how involved should we be? Should we be in our kids' lives? Is there a is there such a thing as being too involved? How do you juggle things with your wife when it comes to how she might be better at handling certain things versus me? My intention is to give her a break as much as I can. Uh, made a weekly Saturday tradition to take my son to Costco to give her a break from my two and a half year old who's a toddler, LOL, and sometimes really attached to her. Just want to see if this is a topic that you can talk about. So, um, yeah, we've got a dad who is seemingly pretty involved, doing his best to mm-hmm. take the toddler off mom's hands to, uh, you know, give her a moment to breathe. You know, we know moms need to get pretty touched out at the end of the day. Uh, all they want is, you know, silence. Uh, Meaning seems to be, um, he's getting a little bit of pushback, like he, he might be in too involved here. So when you hear this, Ben, what are some of your initial thoughts? Yeah, I think... You know, this, this is a tough one. And I think it's, um, one thing that strikes me is I think there's, there's obviously two points of view to this, right? There's dad's point of view, there's mom, mom's point of view. 
it's great that he is involved, that he's making plans, that he is, you know, taking the two and a half year old off mom's hands, um, who, you know, we're experiencing this too, right? Our two and a half year old is very, very attached to mom right now because mom has to spend a lot of her time with the newborn, right? It's splitting that attention between the parents causes a lot of friction between the two kids. Um, you know, one of the things I think that uh, we as dads who want to be involved can struggle with is there's there's this balance between being involved and taking over. Mm. Um, this is one thing that I struggle with, and I have a really hard time kind of finding the balance, right? Because I think that there's, you know, I, I research, I read, I try to learn as much as I can about the kind of the best ways to, to take care of my kids. Um, and so I have an opinion on the way I think things should be done. Um, and I also know that sometimes in my effort to help and, and my wife and I have talked about this because, you know, we, we make the effort to try and communicate better and more openly, um, because this has caused friction between us is my idea of helping is sometimes just jumping in, right? So if I see that she's struggling or there's an issue or, um, you know, she might be, I can see her temper rising or, you know, she's just having a hard day. I might jump in and just say, Hey, let me take this. Let me take this on. All right. You know, Lincoln, come with me and I'll just take my son away or, um, you know, go do something with him or try to distract him or, um, you know, kind of take over something she might be doing for the kids, whether that's, you know, some cooking or cleaning or playing or whatever that is. And one of the things that in our, in our talks I've had to realize is that there's a difference between taking over and helping and sometimes our helping is actually is actually perceived as us attempting to take over because we think our partner is doing it wrong right or is incapable of doing it and it can kind of come off that way um so really i think the challenge here is figuring out how it's being perceived um does your wife actually think that you're helping or does it feel like you're um, you know, stepping in because you feel like she can't handle it. Mm. Um, you know, we can talk a little bit more about that, but I think a lot of it is an approach. A lot of it is in communication, um, but it can definitely be a real challenge. Is this something that you've gone through as well? This personally isn't something that I've gone through, but I, because I feel like anytime I've really tried to step in and help, my wife's been pretty appreciative of it. Um, so I don't think I have ever experienced a point where my wife's like, man, you're, you're, you're doing too much. Um, mm -hmm. but I, to your point, the, the last thing that you said, it, I think it really does come down to communication, uh, about, you know, um, trying to tre toe that line between taking over versus just kind of stepping in to, to help as needed. So it, it, on one hand, it is very nice to be, um, proactive and step mm -hmm. in and just be like, yo, I can read the room. It's obviously you're, you're pretty stressed. You're pretty pissed right now. Let me just take the kids, go get Chick-fil-A or something like that while you just, you know, hang back, do whatever it is you got to do to relax. Mm -hmm. Like, I think moments like that are are, are amazing. And I, and I think when guys step up to do that, that's great. Uh, but I can see right. when, like, you know, mom is trying to accomplish things and, you know, dad is there and, and constantly maybe stepping on toes uh, – I'm having a hard time finding an mm -hmm. example right now, but, I mean, there – it's it, – there are probably some instances where dad can probably be stepping on toes and uh, and and over planning uh, when mom probably wanted to do something else. Uh, you know, I could I could certainly see that. But again, it, it does kind of boil down to communication. And, you know, 
uh, asking a simple like, hey, how can I help you right now? Is there anything that you need? And then when and if she gives you right. the signature kind of like, no, everything's fine. It's like, well, uh, hon, yeah. I, I can tell that there's there's because my wife does that quite often. And I have yeah. to like be like, no, listen, I, I can tell that you're like really bugs about something like wh- how, how can I help you tell me that's that's what I want to do. So if you're kind of on that level, then I don't really think you are likely going to step in this situation where you're, you know, you're stepping on toes, you're, you're overstepping. Uh, I think you can constantly be in the same page, but it just requires asking. Yeah. And I don't think it's about being too involved. It's about being involved in the right ways, right? It's about Mm -hmm. finding the, the balance in how to be involved. And so sometimes I think it's, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of folks in relationships want to try and fix things in the moment, right? So you see your partner and they're, they're flustered or they're anxious or, or they're having a hard time with something, whatever it is, you immediately want to jump in and fix, right? To fix, to help, to, to be there to support. And it feels like you're doing a good thing. And I think there are probably times where it's better to make a mental note of that and then find a time when you're both a little more relaxed, maybe in a better headspace and say, Hey, I noticed earlier that X, like maybe you were struggling with this a little bit. How can I show up better here? How can I help that? And it may not be taking care of the kids. Um, yep. and when I can't remember if it was a, a TikTok or a reel or something that I saw from a psychologist who was talking about this idea of the sort of invisible load of motherhood, right? So, mm-hmm. and, and it got me thinking about how my wife and I relate to one another. And so, you know, I do a lot of like cooking and, you know, helping with the kids and, um, you know, even just taking care of household chores, both indoors and outdoors. And so I take care of things that are kind of immediately in front of me. But when I think about it, the person that plans the meals or does the grocery shopping or whatever is my wife, right? So even with the two kids, she's the one, you know, going online, making sure we have, uh, you know, everything in the order for that week, asking me if there's anything that I need. Um, you know, she's picking out, um, you know, stuff we need from target or whatever it is. So there's kind of this running list of everybody's needs in her head that I don't really think about because that's just something that she handles. Right. Um, and so there's these kind of little things that are, and not little things. I mean, they, they help run the household. Um, you know, it might be pantry organization or some, some stuff that's happening around you that we can take note of and say, is there a way that I can take something that's maybe not kid related off of your plate or help with, or help support you with that might free up some mental capacity for you to show up better in your relationship with the kids? Um, and then how can I show up better in my relationship with you and the kids that is more helpful, more supportive, or more aligned with what you need? You know, hearing this, I, you know, it's not, it's not uncommon to, you know, chat with other couples and, and learn that they've got roles, right, in, in, in their home. Like for me, for example, I'm the finance guy, right? Like all the bills, all that stuff, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife does not take out the trash. That is entirely me. Um, right. I I do my own laundry, but my wife always handles like the kids' laundry. That's just kind of how mm-hmm. we, we have it set up. Um, so I, you know, like my wife always washes our sheets and towels. I don't tend to do that. Uh, I change uh, 
the batteries and the you know the the fire alarms when it starts beeping you know so like it uh i don't know we all have our roles right minor major um you know when it comes to cooking that's a 50 50 split uh when it comes to taking the kids to soccer or sports that's something that we do together or we will communicate you know who needs to handle that because you know other parent has some sort of responsibility at church or whatever so like you know we all have our roles um and you know, I, I'm curious, like, do you, do you have any certain kind of, you know, invisible lines that have been drawn that you and your wife just kind of know, like, okay, I do this and you do that? Yeah, I think in our household, it's, um, it's pretty well blended. Um, like I was saying before, I mean, she really does the majority of like, uh, the grocery shopping and kind of the household list management, I'll say. So like things that we need to shop for, things we need to buy, um, she does pretty much all of like our interior decorating, all the sort of things that make a house feel like a home, right? Like furniture picking. I'm involved in that to a degree, but it's more for like final opinion. Do you like this or don't you? Um, but for me, like I do pretty much all of, and I would say all of like the outdoor work, right? So all the yard work, um, anything that has to do with like maintenance on the house or anything like that. Um, that's all me. Um, so I would say those are probably the, the ones that fall closest into like our traditional sort of gender roles. Um, but everything else is pretty evenly split. Like, you know, we both do dishes, we both will take out the garbage. Um, you know, we both, you know, make sure it's out on garbage day. Um, you know, everything is, is pretty well split, uh, between the two of us, just, you know, if it needs to be done, one of us will see it and do it. Um, now I will say there are things that, you know, I dislike doing dishes more than she dislikes folding laundry. So sometimes it splits out where she does more dishes. I fold more laundry because the laundry not being folded bothers me more than it does her. And the dishes not being done bothers her more than it does me. Um, (laughs) so, you know, it's just somebody takes it because it's the thing that sticks in their mind, but not because it's the thing they're expected to do on that note. Laundry, folding laundry is probably my number one worst chore. Can't stand it, dude. It's uh, <laughs> it's the absolute worst. Yeah, but I, um, I don't like it, but it bothers me when it's not done. Yeah. So it's like I just do it out of the fact that I can't stand seeing it more than anything. It bothers me too. I just don't do anything about it. So the um, <laughs> well, the uh, the but the whole point though is just you know I don't think it's bad to you know handle some of those things that we talked about that maybe your wife is or your partner, uh, you know, typically handles, right? If you can tell that, you know, this, this load is, is, is kind of heavy on her, this invisible load that we, uh, you know, often Mm -hmm. hear about, um, you know, I think it's perfectly fine to communicate and, and say like, Hey, um, I'll go ahead and do the laundry this time, or I'll handle the dishes this time or whatever it is. So that, um, you know, the, that stress can be kind of tempered. And I, yeah, ultimately, I think it just kind of comes down to communication. And um, yeah, just uh, making sure that you guys aren't getting each other's way too much, but also making sure that you guys are staying present and relevant. Ben, do you have any closing thoughts before we kick it over to the next thing? No, no. I mean, I think the you know, big thing, like you said, is just talk to each other talk to each other, have those conversations when you're in a good frame of mind um, and just continue to have those those open pieces of dialogue and that will go a long way in, in solving these issues. 
Well, before we move on to the next uh, section here, I do want to thank our new studio sponsor, and that's Newton Baby. Newton has been making sleep solutions for newborns for a few years now, and it's what all of our kids have slept on. They slept on the Newton crib mattresses. Uh, it's a breathable mattress. It's made of 90% air and 10% food grade polymer. I've done reviews on this. I absolutely love the brand, and I'm so glad that uh, they're now sponsoring our, our our podcast and the YouTube channel. So thank you to Newton for uh, being our studio sponsor. Now, it, it, their stuff goes beyond babies, guys. Now they make kids' mattresses. They've rolled out a new bassinet. They've been able to implement their woven air core technology, uh, the proprietary patented uh, woven air stuff into the kids' mattress and the um, and the bassinet. So it's uh, breathable, sleeps cool, it's amazing. And the number one thing is it's all washable. So our kids have uh, peed, uh, puked all over these things, uh, and we've uh, hosed down the core, run the run the the cover through uh, the wash. So it's been amazing to have uh, really a, a mattress that can be washed because you know when it comes to the memory foam mattresses, which we've also used in the past, and and it gets kind of puked on. You can't really like wash it. I mean, you can wash a sheet and hopefully if you've got some sort of, you know, waterproof cover, but uh the fact that Newton stuff is 100% washable has been amazing. So, uh I've loved it. We've been using it for 3-4 years now, and uh we would encourage you to check out newtonbaby.com. I'll have that linked in the show notes as well as the description of the YouTube video. Thank you to Newton again. Go ahead and check out their stuff and pick up something for your baby or your kids. All right, topic number two. Ben had something kind of blow up on his Instagram reels, and yeah. it was this conversation or this question between what's harder, newborn babies or toddlers? And I feel like there's a very obvious answer, and if you don't say it, you're <laughs> kind of wrong. So, yeah, what, yeah, what is that, your answer, Ben? So, yeah, so it's a interesting little thing. So uh, there's this question out there, like you said, what's harder, infants or toddlers, newborns or toddlers? I think the answer, without a doubt, is toddlers. And yeah. I've got one of each now. And now that we have, you know, a, gosh, almost a six-week-old um, and a two-and-a-half-year-old, I think the toddler stage is much more challenging than newborns, especially now that I can, like, directly compare the two. And it's so different. I think newborns are hard, um, especially because like when you, when you have your first kid, I feel like the, the difference, the jump in lack of sleep from no kids to one kid is such a massive gap that it feels like newborn stage is the hardest thing you've ever done because it probably is. Then you get to, you know, kid number two and you step from that. I'm already a tired parent to now we have two kids and I'm a slightly more tired parent that I feel like doesn't feel as challenging because the deficit isn't as great, but going from having a newborn to having a toddler, like I said, you know, I kind of put this in my reel, right? The, the newborn stage is like, they just go where you go right? Like yep. I'm on parental leave. We just pack her up. We pack up her stuff and she goes where we want to go. We run errands. We, you know, go out to lunch. We go grab coffee. I mean, she's sleeping like 18 to 20 hours a day, 
right? She's just kind of this little lump and she just hangs out with us. But man, you get to a toddler and it's like, they have opinions, they have things they want to do, things need to be explained to them. And it's such a cool stage of life, but it's like mentally very, very challenging. Like we went on a walk earlier tonight and my son asked me no less than two dozen questions in a quarter mile walk from, (laughs) from our house to the park. I know how it goes. And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to reframe my mindset to be like, all right, I'm grateful that he wants to know. Like he's such a curious kid, but it's like when you get to the end of your day and you've done all this stuff, it's, it's hard to not look at that and go like, Oh, I have to answer another question. Oh, I have to answer another question. But it's like, he's asking good questions. It's just, yeah. you know, a lot of times I don't even have the answer for him. I'm like, all right, I got to look it up. Hang on. Let me get on the internet and see if I can actually answer this question for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think 100% toddlers are more challenging. You know, they're more unpredictable. They just like, he goes from zero to a hundred so fast. Um, you know, he's happy one, like Sour Patch Kids, right? He's happy one minute, sour the next. Yo, um, yo, yeah. You know, just zero to a hundred all the time. And you never quite know what you're going to get or what's going to set them off. I, I do want to say we've been having some recording difficulties right here, but we're doing our best to uh, to string this podcast along. But uh, toddlers are just so like you've got the baby stage. They're just a mobile, right? You take them to a beach trip or whatever. Babies, you got eyes on them. It's totally fine. Toddlers, you're always on defense. Babies, you're not on defense, right? Toddlers is just so much more. You, you got to pay way more attention. Uh, and then, and then, so that's the mobility standpoint and they start getting into things, you know, they, 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 they pump the soap 12 times. They only need one pump. You know, you got to tell them, don't do that. Uh, but then, then they start talking. Right. And then to your point, they just start asking mm-hmm. questions. And my son right now, he's like, he, he's very into like the, like, what's the biggest thing in the world? Who, uh, who <laughs> he asked me, uh, just two days ago, Hey dad, who's the best kid dancer in the world? Like, I don't know who the best kid dan maybe you. I don't know. He wants me to say him. Be, <laughs> but I'm not gonna give you, him that. <laughs> it could be you. Could you be know, you. what's this what's the most sparkly pencil in the world, Dad? What's the smallest rain in the world, Dad? Like, I don't know these questions, man. I don't know, so, <laughs> it's a yeah, I mean, they just, they're just so much. And then, and it's really cute, but like, you just get so bogged down and drained. And at the end of the day, you're just like, dude, no more talking. Um, and, and you told, you have your Amazon echo devices answering questions for you nonstop. I didn't think I'd be that parent. We're totally that family that asks our, I'm not going to say her name because we're going <laughs> to activate her, but our echo devices and stuff like, you know, about the, the the universe and and who was drafted in the uh, first pick overall in the 2016 draft, which again that is something my son randomly had an interest <laughs> in, uh, because I'm talking about like the NFL draft that's coming up, and he's very he loves football. Just he has to know. Yeah, who's the who was the first pick last year? Man, I don't I don't. No, uh, I, no I, idea, I don't know man. who was the first pick the year before. I maybe Trevor Lawrence. What about before that? I'm like, stop asking me these questions. Who cares? <laughs> so um, I forgot to pick up orange juice two days ago. Like, I don't remember half this stuff. I don't know what I freaking ate this morning. I just I'm not going to be able to answer these questions. But so uh, but yeah, point is right. Babies, easy toddlers, hands down, 
way more difficult, not even an argument, man. Uh, way more adventurous, way more fun, but way more difficult. So yeah. higher highs, yeah, lower definitely lows. Definitely 100% way more fun. Like I, I oh, think the babies are cool. Again, they don't really do anything, but like my son asked me, like he asked me a bunch of questions, but he's also, he's a really, really good communicator. And that's one of the things I'm, I'm so grateful for with him is like, he has really good language skills, that's, that's which awesome, is, man. you know, it's, it's good because he can really express himself. He asks some really interesting questions and he does some really sweet things. Um, like even just little stuff earlier today, he was like, he, he wanted an orange off the counter. And so he got up, he got a step stool out and he, you know, ran over. Now this is the other thing, right? He can reach all the countertops. He knows how to open every door in our house. He can lock and unlock every door in our house. So he just disappears sometimes, but <laughs> this time he wanted a snack. So he ran, he grabbed his step stool. He climbed up on the counter. He got an orange. But instead of just getting himself an orange, he said he had three in his hands. I was like, buddy, what are you doing? He said, well, I got an orange and I got an orange for you, daddy. And I got an orange for mommy too. And I'm going to go bring it to her. And Aww. it was just like this moment. Like he does this stuff all the time now. Where oh, that's like, sweet. He gets himself something and then he wants us to have it too. Now, oh, I love that. we're working on when we say no, thank you. We don't necessarily want that right now. So he doesn't really understand the no thank you. It's like, I got it for you, so you need to eat it. And so it's like, you know, there might be a tantrum involved if you don't eat the thing that he brought for you. Um, even if you don't want it right then, he wants you to have it. So then it's like, okay, I'll eat it later. So, you know, it. I think I was talking to some friends of ours, uh, you know, kind of earlier in the week. Or it was, a, I don't know, probably something I saw on the internet. But they were talking about the challenge of toddlers, right? And, like, they're sweet kids, but you learn to, like, figure out where their landmines are because they start to develop all these landmines because they have no emotional control. And it's like, okay, I think the the line was like, you know, what kind of cheese do you want? Do you want string the straight cheese, like stick cheese oh. or round cheese? And then do you want me to unwrap it or do you want to unwrap it? Okay, yeah. how much do you want me to unwrap it? Do you want me to open it a little bit so that you can finish it? Do you want me to open it halfway so that you can finish it? Or do you and want these me to are real fights. Completely? This is a real thing. And then I, I had literally had yeah. this discussion with my two-year-old yeah. probably 20 minutes before that, before I saw it on the internet and saw other parents going through it. And like that's the challenge is it's not only them, you know, figuring the world out but it's you figuring out their like ever-changing preferences and moods and i mean it's like it's borderline toxic like it's borderline toxic because you were just like yep. getting stepped all over by a two-year-old but it's like you gladly do it it's the weirdest thing um but yeah, man, toddlers 100% harder than newborns at least from I've a dad's point of view i've seen these memes i've seen these memes that are like uh, reasons why my toddler lost it. And it was like, my toddler lost it today because he wanted an orange and I gave him an orange. And it's just like, that's not what I <laughs> yeah. wanted anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, you gave them what they wanted and they lost it. I, you know, daddy opened the cheese stick instead of mommy opening the cheese stick. And that was just a recipe for just an, a complete just meltdown. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's just they're just irrational, and, and that's the hard part. You feel powerless, right? So you get into, right. into these power struggles, these fights, right? These are not things that you have to deal with with the baby. These are like changing emotions. These are real like conflicts that you're having to like navigate through. And some of these are like real, like legit, like tense, 
like, how am I supposed to teach here? Am I even supposed to teach right. here? Like, I don't know. Am I just supposed to, like, let this go? Or am I supposed to correct them? Or am I supposed to cave? Do I just cave right. and let them have what I, you know? So, and that's another thing. That's like a whole new dynamic of this, of parenting toddlers. It's like, when do I teach? When do I, you know, let go? What battles do I choose to pick? Am yeah. I being a bad parent for not, for not, like, you know, uh, you know, caving to them or should I, you know, like it's such a hard balance. You never know what you're doing right or wrong. No, you really don't. And it's, it's, I, I know for me, I found, and maybe this is you know, a masculine thing. I'm not really sure. Cause I feel like my wife doesn't struggle with this as much. One of the things I struggle with, and, and maybe mm. it's this father son dynamic. I don't know where it comes from exactly, but it's like this sort of need to be listen to where mm. like if i say mm-hmm. something that is like the sort of end of it right i've said you know yes no and i you know i'll say it once or twice and then that's it like there's no negotiation yeah. there's no room and so what i've had to to do is exactly what you just said like what battles am i willing to fight because with a toddler it's like everything can be a battle if you let it yeah but sometimes it's like I have to step back and say, what's the real harm here? Like we ended up in, I think I I may have told you this in another episode, but my son ran into the pantry and was asking for uh, a whole wheat cinnamon English muffin, right? And I was literally, I was five minutes out from finishing cooking dinner that I had worked on and I was really excited about. And he was like, I want an English muffin. And I was like, no, we're about to eat dinner. Uh, Daddy, I want an English muffin. No, we're about to eat dinner. And then it started devolving into, okay, I picked him up and moved him out of the pantry. And that ended up in a tantrum. And, you know, I'm getting, you know, my temper's going up because he won't listen. And he's just like throwing his fists and he's all upset. And my wife sort of looked at me from the couch and she was like, well, what does he want? And I was like, he wants an English muffin and I'm dinner's almost ready. And I've told him no. And then she just said, okay. And I, I thought it was like in that moment that I looked at him and I looked at her and I was just like, this is not the fight that I want to have. Like, why do I care so much that he wants a whole wheat English muffin out of the pantry? Like, he's not asking for candy. He's not asking for anything bad. And then I was just like, you know what? Okay, bud, you want the English muffin. You can have the English muffin. That'll just be part of your dinner. And then the rest of this will work out as it needs to. Um, but yeah, man, you just gotta, but you can't fight every battle because they'll sit there and go toe to toe, especially my son. He'll go toe to toe with me all day long. I want to break. All right. I want to break down that scenario. Okay. Cause I've had very similar situations and I, I just want to like talk through both sides real quick and then, and then we can put this convo to bed, yeah. but like, okay, you got mad. You got frustrated right. because on one hand, you made a, a really nice, good dinner, probably nutritious, going to fulfill right. his needs uh, so that he can grow up and, and have all the nutrients and all that good stuff, right? So there's this right. kind of – there's this anger that brews because like, okay, well, if you eat the English muffin, you're obviously not going to eat anything that I've cooked and you're going to miss out on all the stuff that's going to help you grow and fortify your muscles and your bones and all that stuff, right? Like that's yeah. – that's one dynamic, right, that, that you get frustrated mm-hmm. with. And if you cave and you give him this thing, the, the second thing is he wins, right? He got it. Right. He got to pick right. the dinner and, and, he, and you lost, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the dinner picking battle, 
he won yeah. that one. So that's that's right. the second kind of uh, battle right there. Uh, and then and then the third is is kind of like moving forward. Do you now get to pick, you know, English muffin or or Oreos or whatever? Like every single time, like is right. this just this? Right. This isn't the one instance. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Like this, right. this now sets a precedent for right. you know every single dinner being like this, where you pick and you get to overrule me, right? right? And right. there's if that. I throw a tantrum, I get to pick what I want for dinner. That exactly. So those are kind of like the three things that like you know. Yeah kind of crop up in the situation and then now you have to like think through like okay and it's, it's hard to do it in the moment but you think through the nutrient the nutrient part of it right mm-hmm. is he actually missing out like maybe a little bit but like he's still gonna grow on his curve and it's ultimately not gonna be right you know probably a big situation and you know and and kids they you know they meet their caloric needs and they're going to be fine. Like so, you know. On that hand, it's like they're all right, so fine. Resilient. They're so resilient. They can right. survive on basically anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't need that much to fulfill their 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 nutritional needs and sustain themselves. Okay, so that's all. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't really matter. And then you've got the you know, like you won. Okay, is that actually mm-hmm. a big deal? Because some kids don't really like. That's not like this precedent that gets set. Right, right. It's it's more of a just a just a, an instance that was caused by emotion because a lot of kids they don't think right. logically they think emotionally they they make a decision yeah. based off of an emotion in the moment not right. so much like oh this happened then this happened this happened this happened right. like there's no logical step it's all purely emotion yeah. so I don't think you're setting a precedent but like losing you know this one battle over dinner and letting them have this yeah. right. Uh, so, and I think that's just you know, an important thing to hit on too, is that the, in the moment piece is like, you realize that your kids aren't thinking beyond the thing that their mind is focused on at exactly. that moment. Exactly. As soon as they get past that, you know, they're kind of back to baseline. Exactly. So like, you know, I just, and it's hard to think that it's hard for us to realize that our brains work differently from their brains. They, it just works differently. And the way that we come to a conclusion is not the way that they come to a conclusion, you know? So sure you can talk them through and tell them why an English muffin is not going to happen. You're going to, you know, but like there's a tactic Mm -hmm. that you would have to deploy. That's less about, you know, like you're going to do this because, you know, and it's going to have to be more, of uh you know like oh i know you would love that right now but um guess what like we just can't you know and then you'd have to like you know do it from a place where you can you know bring them down emotionally right and that's just so mm-hmm. much work cuz and and, yeah. and you're not in the mind it's you're not in the, me- the headspace to do that right but um yeah, yeah and, and all this is all this to say Toddlers are so effing complex, dude. They're so much more difficult than babies. <laughs> <laughs> so much more difficult. I went on a 100%. rant there, but I think that is just that was a good example of something that I've been through, you've been through, and a lot of listeners yeah. have been through. Um, and it's something that happens multiple times a day. They're little battles that are just like, yeah. okay, is this a battle worth me fighting? Is it going to have major consequences to them? And I feel like after three kids, I'm just now starting to be like, oh, F it, bro. Like, it's fine. Just whatever. <laughs> I used to it's fight fine. about You're every okay. little thing. I'm okay. 
Yeah, it kind of like it's just now, and maybe because like my third is a daughter, and I'm like, whatever, dude, I'm a softy. But mm-hmm. like my first two boys, I well, my <laughs> first I fought a lot more. Second, I'm just like a little bit more mm-hmm. relaxed. They're at this point, just like I don't give it. Up. Man, it's fine. You're you're good. You want to eat that? <sighs> All right, we'll just like, catch up on vegetables the next day. You know, like it's fine. You also <laughs> realize like your kids survived. Like you look at your you know right. your oldest, and then your middle, and your youngest, and you're like, okay, the oldest is healthy. They're happy. And like even the things I couldn't change, you know, you still have those guidelines, right? They're not eating candy every night for dinner or whatever, but you know how to handle it and and what situations warrant a hard line and which ones don't. And yeah. that's that's the challenge. It's like you know, I think when you first become a parent, everything feels like it warrants kind of that. Okay, no boundaries and rules, and this is what kids need to grow up healthy and blah blah blah. And maybe it's rooted in you just trying to do your best and and give them the best that they deserve. Yeah. Um, But, you know, eventually, like, they're – and this is what makes toddlers so hard. They're becoming their own people. That Right? They're learning who they are, what they like, what they don't like, how to interact with other people in a society, in a family unit. So that's all so messy because they don't know how to regulate. And that's what makes it so hard. That's why you have these battles – every single day over seemingly <laughs> innocuous stuff like the color of a cup. Seriously, it's so funny that you say it's that. Re- <laughs> this is all real <laughs> stuff. Definitely fun chatting about the uh, uh, the intricacies of, of toddlerhood. And I kind of, maybe in a future episode, we can do uh, one that's a little bit more toddler focused as opposed to baby focused obviously yeah. you know we we chat more toward um you know new dads in that you know into that in that baby stage but it's important to cover all aspects of childhood and, and toddlerhood is definitely one that we're in the middle of right now and i'm sure plenty of you guys who are listening are aren't as well so we'll definitely be hitting on that but uh, before we close out here ben do you have any uh any closing thoughts no, no, just uh, excited for all the episodes we put out so far of the podcast. Excited to ha- to talk more about some of these uh, in depth fatherhood related topics coming up, um, and just excited to see the community grow and and share and continue to evolve as we continue to put this content out. Yeah, man, love seeing that community grow. Uh, listen, guys, uh, as a reminder, the Dadverb Podcast can be found on its own YouTube channel just called the Dadverb Podcast. So we encourage you to uh, go over there, click subscribe, and follow along for more long-form podcast content because it's going to be different from the Dadverb YouTube content. Thank you guys for listening and watching. We'd appreciate a five-star review if you have been enjoying the podcast as well as commenting on the video on the new YouTube channel, the Dadverb Podcast, uh, because that's where we get uh, some good feedback, some good ideas. And if you do have any requests similar to the ones that we had at the top of this episode, go ahead and please leave a comment and and let us know what you want us to talk on, something that you might be struggling with. That'd be a great thing uh, for us to to read and dive into. Or you can send an email um, the way the the previous listener did at hello at dadverb.com. That's another great way to contact us. Again, thank you guys for listening and watching, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.